Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Hey. <laughs> oh, hi. You too. I wasn't talking to you. I hope, um, I hope not. That's a really awkward thing to call your sibling. Yeah, we're doing reviews of smut books, uh, and that's that's the that's the phrase that was voted on in Patreon. Was there a vote on different phrasing? No, I'm just saying that's the that's what got liked the likes, and that's what got put in the poll. So we didn't come up with smut books feel like there are other nicer not nice I, you know not that it's necessarily bad i need to just stop smut books this was fun <laughs> i woke up from a really crazy deep nap yeah are you sure you're ready you don't feel <laughs> ready at all i woke up from a deep nap singing leonard cohen and i'm like what are we doing smut and then I had you bring me a black iced coffee. Yeah, I was a surprise. I don't ever drink black coffee. I don't know. I'm I'm in a really strange place. Um, so let me just zap back into it. With this? Yeah, zap. Oh, zapping. She's, she's zapping. Remember, she's doing a whole bit. Remember, it's not a bit. It's a bit. It's my real life. Yeah, it's a bit. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> what? Remember, zip, zap, zap. Yeah. Yeah. I hated that. I don't even know what it is, but... It's like a, an improv it's exercise. It's an icebreaker, but I don't remember how like it works. A, it is an icebreaker, yeah. Zip. And they do it in improv to icebreak. Zip. Zap. We can't... We only have two people. We have to do it to someone new. <laughs> I'll do it to Riley, because Riley, she, her, is the one who suggested smut. So since you were looking for someone to place blame on, we can blame Riley. Um, but Riley wants us. To blame. It's true. I, I think that was a whole thing, right? It's true because she also suggested Vegas wedding chapels, apparently, and we never Didn't gave give her... credit. No, and like we she still sa- shouldn't. She says which is fine. This. She says which is fine, <laughs> and obviously it's not fucking obviously fine because why would you say it if no. it's you know what I mean? Like, Thank you, Riley, for it, both it's, of these. It's fine. Well, obviously it's not fine, Riley. So we'll give you what you want. You want a <laughs> shout out, but to be fair, the reason she wanted a shout out for wedding chapels is because she got married in a wedding chapel in Vegas. The month we chose <gasps> no her way. wedding chapels in Vegas theme, and oh, we didn't even say I'm sorry. happy wedding day. You're playing the episode on the al- at the altar, you waiting were... for the shout out, and it never came. And we were your officiant, and we never actually married yeah, you. We never said your name. We so. forgot to say Whoops. it. Whoops. I'm sorry about that. So I now pronounce you. <laughs> I don't know who you married. Partner and partner. Uh, and congratulations. Congratulations to you both. What a love. What a lovely pair. Thank you for this dumb, dumb topic. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm excited. It is silly, but um, I just the word smut reminds me of like it, it, 1935. That's, but like, yeah, that's why I said that. Not because it like plenty of people use it. I would use it. I don't think it's that bad to use, but it has such it feels like it has a negative connotation. Yeah, it and feels I don't want dirty. that in this episode. Like I want it to be like not a negative. Sandy goes, I don't books. want negativity and it's like we're reading only one-star reviews of these things. No, I'm not. Nice try. <sighs> okay. I got some five-star smut reviews. I'm excited. No, it was so fun. 
Uh, and it's exciting to learn uh, the ki- different kinds of smut that exist. Um, it, it was a fascinating journey for me, all done on Goodreads. Um, so happy for you. Thank you. It was fun. You go first. So uh, my first one is a five-star review of Sugar Daddies, okay? Cool. By Jade West. One fascinating thing about Goodreads is you can insert GIFs mm-hmm. uh, into your reviews. Oh, yeah. It it got raunchy at times. Oh, no. Lots of, lots of these reviews that I saw, people were putting in GIFs to... Uh, describe how they felt one of the my favorites i think is from this one um though is like someone snapping their fingers probably a character i should recognize uh snapping their fingers and there's like this nuke thing and it says ovaries Mm. (laughs) that's how they ended this oh god that's funny no um there's also a lot of like finger licking and banana eating and lollipop licking. (laughs) What? I eat eat bananas all the time. Bananas are disgusting. Okay. (laughs) So here we go. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, description for the book, of course. Here we go. A sugar daddy website doesn't need a sound basis for an A1 life plan, but I'm a small town girl with big dreams. And there's this one advert, this one crazy advert I can't stop thinking about. Two hot guys seeking their little Miss Wright. Someone who can entertain them, amuse them, fit in with their corporate schedule. (laughs) And sex. They want sex. Lots of sex. (laughs) Bonus, right? One major dose of epic win. Of course, guys like Carl and Rick have their conditions. Carl? Carl and Rick, Dear Lord. (laughs) You know, the high-flying business executives, Carl (laughs) and Rick, the sexiest of the men in the boardroom. (laughs) Uh, they have their conditions. One being that they come together, or not at all. Ew. Hell, I can live with that. And there are no skeletons in their designer closet, none that I can find. Just two hot sugar daddies with particular tastes, nothing to worry about. Until oh. Carl and Rick spill the big one, the one that sends the girls running, a whole string of them before me, running to the hills without so much as a backward glance. Maybe I should run too. Thanks, but no thanks. See you around, guys. Nice knowing you. I'm already in way too deep for that. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, this... I, I didn't uh, know we were reading the... Oh, boy. I don't know what any of these are about. The, then there's a warning, and it says, This novel contains vivid depictions of MMF slash MM relationships, and Jade's characters, as always, have very filthy mouths. Mature readers only, please. So, what's the thing that they announce? I have no idea. You got to read it to find out. I don't want to do that. Okay. Well, someone will. Or maybe they talk about it in this uh, thing. I forget. Here is a review (laughs) with lots of quotes, so don't worry. Oh, God. Uh, I loved it. I fucking devoured this book. Okay, this is going to be another hot and wet review, so please be ready for a lot of finger fucks or licking them. Alexander! Sugar Daddies was my first book of the author, but I can assure you this won't be the last, because that woman knows how to write sex scenes so damn well. I really enjoyed this story, and I felt all the way down of my body, and now I need a couple hours to pull myself together, because you know my vagina needs some rest. Fucking hell. Oh yeah, I'm not overreacting. I'm really, really, really satisfied with this book. Oh my god. By the way, I almost forgot. I loved Carl and Rick a lot, but Rick is my guy. I really loved your piercings, baby. 
Especially that special one down there. Wait. Ahem, ahem, moaning. Oh yes, I'm waiting. <laughs> is she talking to him or is she quoting I'm not the sure. Book? This I'm wasn't gonna... in quotes. The next part is. She... Okay. All right. So I don't think it's a quote. Okay. You said you had piercings. You didn't say which. He poked his tongue out, showing it in its full glory. Tongue? Nipples? He paused. Cock. Oh, dear God. And then ovaries explosion. Jeff. End of review. Okay, that's what does it, huh? Okay. I mean... I love it. And I love the comments. It's like a bunch of like, <laughs> just everyone was just so excited. <laughs> it's such a weirdly fun community. I don't what... know. I had, That's why I had so much fun. Like, I'm just reading these. People are just so positive and excited about these books. And I'm like, okay, yes. Like, it. I don't know. The fact that they're so open about it just made me really happy. Okay, That's well, it. I guess I'll just ruin that for you. So this is a review of a book. <laughs> don't worry, I've got some one stars. Okay, too. I'm like, you seem to be in such a chipper mood. I don't <laughs> want to bum you out. But this is uh, a book called Haunting Adeline. Now this... Uh, oh my God, ghost smut? Uh, I hope so. Sort of, I think. Um, I don't know. So Riley, I think Riley sent this one in. Um, yes, and... I have the description. So I've actually, I've heard of it because when I was reading the other ones, I found everyone mentioned this series. So this Uh is like one of those that people are like, I came from that series, which probably set my expectations too high. Like apparently this one, like on Amazon as an example. Oh my God. On Goodreads has 160, 186,000 ratings. Wow. That's so many. And 44,000 on Amazon. I think that's more than the Statue of Liberty. (laughs) On... (laughs) On what? Just like on reviews. I was like on Goodreads. No. What are you talking about? Um, ovaries explode. Okay. <laughs> Haunting Adeline parentheses cat and mouse duet book one, an Amazon top ten bestseller. Okay, here's okay. the description, and this is by H. D. Carlton, the manipulator. I can manipulate the emotions of anyone who lets me. I will make you hurt, make you cry, make you laugh and sigh. But my words don't affect him, especially not when I plead for him to leave. He's always there, watching and waiting, and I can never look away. Not when I want him to come closer. And then there's the shadow. (gasps) I didn't mean to fall in love, but now that I have, I can't stay away. I'm mesmerized by her smile, by her eyes, and the way she moves, the way she undresses. I'll keep watching and waiting until I can make her mine. And once she is, I'll never let her go. Not even when she begs me to. Oh, no. While not required, it is highly suggested to read the novella (laughs) Satan's Affair first. Ooh. My, oh, my. Biblical. Satan's Affair. Okay, so I have... Ooh, a one star. Sounds room. like some Dan Brown. Smut. I love it. <laughs> okay, keep I'm that, in. Literally, keep that in mind. Okay, I it is in, it is in my mind okay. already. Don't worry. One star by Brooke. Verified purchase. Mild spoiler warning. I picked up this book without much knowledge about its content. Book Talk pretty fervently recommended it to me, and I wanted a dark, smutty book, so here we are. The lead male main character is named Zaid. He leads an underground organization which specializes in tracking down an organization of politicians and celebrities who take part in child rape and ritualistic sacrifice, parentheses, blood libel, and anti-Semitic trope. You may recognize this as the creed of the now infamous conspiracy theory and attempted vigilante organization... QAnon. QAnon. 
Oh, and did I mention the Zaid's followers only know him as Z, and most do not know his true identity? Much as QAnon only knows their mysterious anonymous leader as Q and do not know his true identity. Although most believe it to be Trump, get that image out of your head as you're reading the sex scenes in this book. (laughs) I've been made aware that this is actually the author's second attempt at this novel, and they swear they worked with members of the Jewish community to erase all anti-Semitism and QAnon references in this book. Frankly, I doubt that, but who am I to judge? I'm still in shock that this is the author's second attempt at making this book less anti-Semitic. Third time's a charm? The supposed edits to this novel include the removal of anti-Semitic Jewish tropes. Hold on, I have to scroll. Jesus, this is a bummer. What? This is a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know. You said you were in, and I was like, just wait a second. Holy shit. Well, it's it's interesting to hear the, the, the seedy underbelly. You know? Right? The supposed edits to this novel include the removal of anti-Semitic Jewish tropes. You mean the original was worse than this? The actual Jewish names of the named human sacrificing politicians and the named character who is a famous actor revealed to be a pedophile. That character's name is Tim Banks, suspiciously similar to Tom Hanks, famous real-life actor who was targeted by, you guessed it, QAnon. I would also like to add Zaid, Z, is a stalker who is skilled in breaking into people's homes. The Q of QAnon was also famous for doing this, as immortalized on various posts made on 5chan. Z and Q also like to leave behind cryptic notes attached to harmless gifts. Also, this book was previously banned by Amazon. I wonder why. This may all be coincidence, but if I had known these facts before purchasing this book, I never would have wasted my money. End of review. Holy shit. And there were a lot of people who were like, um, does anyone else realize how similar this is to like QAnon lore? Isn't that weird? That is, uh, yeah. Uh, like the blood libel, the Z and That's Q, not good. No, it's a little too close. Like, uh, it's, I feel like if she were, or the, whoever wrote this uh, book were cornered into explaining themselves, they'd have a hard time yeah, A hard debunking. time. <laughs> okay. All right. Your turn. Yeah. No, you're right. That yeah. is so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Well, that's a CD Q-an- underbelly. I didn't Q-an-on expect to. Smut. That is the last thing I expected to hear. Right? Yeah. Surprise. Good good find, I, I suppose. There's anti-Semitism everywhere. It is. It is everywhere. It is. It's it in is. our smut now. It, it's so sad. It's it really terrible. It's like, come on. Jesus Christ, give it a break. And that popular of a book, too. Like, mm-hmm. that's scary. Another review, like, like what's scary is like, like what growing up, like you read uh, Harry Potter series, you don't think about the anti-Semitism, you don't think what's in there, you know. And in hindsight, there very much is anti-Semitism in the Harry Potter series. It's so and, insidious. And just because you don't, re- like, just because you don't process it at the time, doesn't mean it doesn't stick with you, like yeah. subconsciously. Like that anti-Semitism has its effects, and it's yeah. it's really it's it's really scary. Careful, folks, what you consume out there. Yeah, yeah. It's a scary world. I guess you got to read more negative reviews to Nothing's learn about safe. it, and then send them to me, and so we can read them here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, here is uh I'm moving on to a book called Icebreaker. Okay. Uh, Zip. Zap. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Here we go. Anastasia Allen is Anastasia not the smuttiest name? Like in a good, like it's a nice name. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a very lovely name. Always the name they pick for books like this. It's like Zade or something, and like like something that's kind of not a name, and then like Anastasia. Oh, and she goes by Stasi. 
Oh my god, um, like Vanderpump Rules. Totally. That's what her name is. I yeah, I I have never seen it. I believe you. Okay. This this uh was probably maybe, you know, inspired by that. Maybe. One was inspired by QAnon, one was inspired <laughs> Vanderpump by Vanderpump Rules. Rules. I would rather have the Vanderpump Rules. Me too. I've never seen it. Um Okay, Anastasia Allen has worked her entire life for a shot at Team USA. A competitive figure skater since she was five years old, a full college scholarship thanks to her place on the Maple Hill skating team, and a schedule that would make even the most driven person weep, Stasi comes to win, no exceptions. Nathan Hawkins has never had a problem he couldn't solve. As captain of the Maple Hills Titans, knows the responsibility of keeping the hockey team on the ice rests on his shoulders. When a misunderstanding results in the two teams sharing a rink, <gasps> and Anastasia's partner gets hurt in the aftermath, Nate finds himself swapping his stick for tights, and one scary coach for an even scarier one. The pair find themselves stuck together in more ways than one. Oh, no. But it's fine, because Anastasia doesn't even like hockey players, right? <laughs> okay. This one feels so like... I don't know. It's just like hockey and figure skating. Yeah. Like, you know, you get the fucking crazy QAnon shit. Then you get like, oh, a hockey, a, a small town hockey player. And a it small sounds town like a Hallmark figure movie. Sk- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with more sex probably. Maybe. Here's a one-star review of Icebreaker uh, by Hannah Grace. This book would have been better if all the characters died. End of review. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, then maybe I have a different genre of book for you, reviewer. It's called like literally any other book besides a smutty book. Uh, the ratings for this book. Wow. 269,000 ratings. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, 4.07. So very highly Whoa. rated. Uh, I feel like most of mine that I got were like, I, well, I got it from like a best of list. I would like, I scroll pretty deep in case you use the same list, mm-hmm. but I use the Goodreads like best of smut list. So smut. these are all like, f- I think four stars are up uh, wow. books with tons of ratings. So speaking of books with tons of ratings, I have a review of Akatar. Oh, is that your book? It is A Court of Thorns and Roses. Okay. Now, I didn't consider this smut. I mean, I guess <laughs> Renee calls it a sexy fairy book. So maybe I should have thought it was smut. I don't know. But. Uh, I just want to be clear here. There are no spoilers in this review, okay? Good. So I would not have read it if there were. Um, This is a one-star review of A Court of Thorns and Roses. Uh, One star by Chelsea. Some people were confused, by the way, because we talked about the name of the book in one episode and then the other. So some people didn't make the connection. Yeah. So this is the book that people were like telling you, don't waste your time with. Don't waste your time with. And then then other people were like saying, waste your time with it. Yeah, exactly. So uh, very. And I've chosen to proceed. It's polarizing for some reason, but. It's polarizing because it's like a. A sexy dragon book. No. Or something. Because it's like a bestseller, so it's like Uh, so popular that, of course, now there's people who are like... Too many hipsters these days. There's a lot of haters, you know, which is normal. I feel like when something gets a lot of press and a lot of attention, um, some people hate it, some people love it, some people are like, meh. So uh, I'm about halfway through the first one, Um, and it's called A Court of Thorns and Roses. It's a fairy books Annie, not a dragon i'm sorry i don't know why because oh, i said you it, said I that maybe okay. there are dragons i'm not there yet but oh, so far spoilers. there are only fairies <laughs> okay. okay so this so it's is like fern gully 
Sexy fern gully sounds terrible. <laughs> that makes you want to die. It's not that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One star review by Chelsea verified purchase on Amazon. The title is Razor Blade Fell Out of Book One. Okay, there's a photo. What did, oh, I was like, what does that mean? I was like, what is this? Uh-oh. I'll tell you. Okay. I never write reviews, but when a razor blade fell out of book one into my bed last night, I thought I would share. Book is great so far, but it was also missing pages 118 to 134. Instead of proceeding from 118 to 119, the book actually jumps back to 103. Not a huge deal. I found the missing pages online in a PDF. But the razor blade falling out? That could have been super dangerous if I didn't spy the glint of metal in my sheets. Buyer beware. End of review. Oh my god. There's a literal picture of a razor blade on their bed. Was this an Amazon review? Yeah. And missing tons of pages. Yeah, they're like, it's not a big deal. I went and found them. I'd be I was like, What? I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? They're like, it's not a big deal. I found it online in a PDF. I don't know. I just was uh, very alarmed by that. So be careful, folks. Yeah. Watch out when you open your books, apparently. They're trying to kill you. It's like your Halloween candy. Someone's always out to get you. Nothing's <laughs> so safe anymore. Not even no- our smut. Nothing's safe. <laughs> well, we found that out in your first review that I know. nothing's safe. Now there's <laughs> more of a physical nothing. danger rather true. than just a societal I, mental so danger. True. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah, it's a scary world. My God. I think there's plenty of emotional danger in these books, too, sometimes, based on some reviews i read yeah holy um here we go my next one is of a kingdom of flesh and fire two things in this kingdom flesh and fire is this like an akatar book no i actually thought that it's a different author oh, um, oh, oh, oh but this oh. author does write like fantasy books so it might be similar oh, okay because it sounds i mean i don't know the names of all the books but it sounds like the same kind of like a court of thorns and roses yes a I, christina i literally you looked checked. up the author of oh, a court funny. of whatever i keep fucking up akatar <laughs> akatar um because i was wondering if it was the same one but this is by uh jennifer l armin trout okay um and yeah, so uh has plenty of books. I, I don't, I can't, let me just read a little bit uh, of the, there, there's a, this is a long description. Okay. Uh, I'll just read like the beginning part of the description. It says, a betrayal. Everything Poppy has ever believed in is a lie, including the man she was falling in love with. Hang on, Poppy's the other name. Oh, Poppy's Anastasia, Poppy. I feel like those are very like. Hmm. I feel like Poppy's like the girl from the small town. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In this case, probably a small village or something. Yeah. Small fairy kingdom. Fairy kingdom. Um, Thrust among those who see her as a symbol of a monstrous kingdom. Just kidding. She comes from a monstrous kingdom. Oh, never mind. (laughs) She barely knows who she is without the veil of the maiden. But what she does know is that nothing is as dangerous to her as him, the Dark One, the Prince of Atlantia. He wants her to fight him. And that's one order she's more than happy to obey. He may have taken her, but he will never have her. Ooh. Oh, my, oh, my. This is, uh, I think, Saucy. it looks, it says blood of, uh, at the top it says blood and ash number two. So I assume this is a, a series. A series. Um, yeah, there's from blood and ash was the first one. And then this is the second one. So. I don't know, actually. This this feels more of like just kind of sci-fi fantasy, but there's romance mm-hmm. in them. Here's a review I read. One star. Things I never want to read again. 
sorry. And then I'm pausing to say that these are five things. Um, for the f- few of them are like quotes from the book. Okay. Oh, things I never want to read again. Things I never want to read again. Things that were in the book to make it. This is kind of, I realize, confusing to say aloud. Here we go. One, you intrigue me. Two, any sentence that involves the word princess. (laughs) Three, I'm going to stab you. Four, there's seriously something wrong with you. Five, any more questions from Poppy, who seems to only speak when asking questions and making stab threats. (laughs) Things I do want. The damn threesome scene. And it's the only reason I'll be reading the third book. End of review. Ooh, see? <laughs> it's like so funny. I love how mad people get when they're sucked into something. Yeah. It's like, so, I guess I have to keep so reading funny to me. It. They're like, I hate this book. I can't wait to read the third one. <laughs> some of them are like, uh, some of them end on cliffhangers and people are like so mad because they're like, Man, it's a fucking book. Now I have to read the next one. Yeah, that's the point. It's a fucking book. Like that's what's. It would drive me crazy. Like it would drive me being being this author and reading these reviews. If this author does read these reviews, because I'm like, oh, okay. Like you want to read the third. Like you don't have to read these. Yeah, like just stop it. This is a second. If you're gonna leave one star reviews, stop reading them. (laughs) But overall, again, this is one that has uh, uh, overall four point four out of five stars. So very positive. Uh, but the number of times people were complaining about people getting stabbed or threatening to stab was so wild. Maybe, it was like, what is, people were like, what is happening in this book that everyone maybe like, the author keeps wanting to stab people? saw Criminal Minds enough times where she knew <laughs> yeah. that they always say that stabbing is like uh, what people do if they have like uh, trouble getting it up. Yeah. And that, so they stab go. to get the satisfaction maybe she's like penetration oh. you know yeah that's that's probably what happened um there are 483 reviews that mention the word stab oh god <laughs> oh no i wonder how many times it's said in the book like if you could do a control f of the kindle edition um okay this is a review by Con- i'm sorry it was sent in by kana she her and it's a book called dark lover Ooh. Right. um let me just pull up Sounds saucy. Lover book. Okay, I'll read you the... Oh, it's the first novel of the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Oh, my. Okay. That was my friend group in college. (laughs) Oh, that's what the BDV stood for? (laughs) I always wondered. BDV. Just kidding. We're the big dick bro. Okay. (laughs) Stop, Alexander. I did have friends in college. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, I thought you said high school. No, I said college. Oh, okay. You should have known immediately. So this is a description of the book. As the world's only purebred, already a troubling word, but okay. As the world's only purebred vampire and the leader of the Black Dagger Brotherhood, Wrath, with a W, Okay. Has a score to settle with the slayers who killed his parents centuries ago. But when his most trusted fighter is killed, orphaning a half-breed daughter unaware of her heritage or her Jesus. fate, <laughs> Wrath must put down his a- dagger and usher the beautiful woman into another world. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, I don't understand what's happening. I don't either. There's a hunger, it says, and something dawns on someone. So let me read the review I have. It is a one-star review by Heather of Dark Lover. I should have known by the summary that this book would suck ass, but alas, I was blinded by that sexy-sounding name, Wrath. 
curse Miss Ward for being intelligent enough to make that up. With a name like Wrath, I was expecting some sensual sinning to take place, but all I got was a blind, leather-duster-wearing vampire thug who introduces us to ridiculous supernatural turf wars, rap music, and the F-bomb. Even worse, the supposed world of sensuality began as a cable guy fantasy gone wrong. This book was tragic. Tragically stupid. I realize that Wrath is a vampire, but I can't suspend my belief enough to buy into anyone, supernatural or no, being able to smell what someone looks like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just picturing a cable guy vampire. I'm trying to picture Wrath. Wearing a right leather now. duster, but he can't see where he's going because he's a bat? He's I don't know. Sniffing a lot. Yeah, he's smelling around. If you are able to smell someone so strongly that images form in your mind, that person is made of stink and you should run. <laughs> Oh no. Quickly in the opposite direction. Also, someone named Wrath has no business cuddling with anyone except the devil. Seriously, am I supposed to believe that someone named after one of the seven deadly sins is capable of falling in love with someone so insipid? And can someone explain the mythology to me? Actually, please don't. But seriously, if vampires don't need to drink human blood to survive, why should they have to hide? And why would they drink human blood? Lastly, what's up with all the peaches? End of review. Yeah, what is up? I don't know. Now I feel like I have to read it. So These many, reviewers. So many questions. These reviewers are not doing their job. They're like leaving negative reviews, but then making you want to read it. I know. Now I need to know. Like, what's the point of leaving a one-star review if you're going to like... I should have looked at Peaches on the Goodreads. Us, you know? That yeah. Alexander heard blind feather duster vampire <laughs> on his titillated. So. I heard... The stink part. And I was like, wait a second. You're like, that's my next book. Here we go. I'm in. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm excited to tell you about this next book, A Lady of Rook's Grave Manor by Catherine Moon. Mm. This is of the part of the Tempting Monsters series, um, which has, uh, looks like three total books. Oh, no. Three and a half books. Okay. Because there's a book one, book one and a half, book two, book three. I don't understand how that works. There's a Lion King one and a half. Was there? I don't remember that. That's the end of my okay. knowledge on it's the like, subject. You know, where they do the... Okay. Well, here is, here is a, here's a description of the book. On the brink of losing her position as a maid, and with no prospects to go on, the offer of a place at Rook's Grave Manor, a house of ill and unusual repute... Sounds like a perfect fit for a young woman with Esther's inclinations. Even better, the invitation comes by the hand of the handsome Dr. Underwood, a delicate gentleman with a ferocious alter ego who knows exactly what he wants from Esther. Upon arrival, the men in the daily decadence of the manor feel too good to be true for a girl of Esther's station. There are rules to be followed, expectations to be met, and Esther is afraid she might be too wicked even for a place like Rooksgrave. Temptations lurk around every shadowy corner, and Esther has never been a girl able to resist. But the risk of disappointing her new gentleman isn't all that's threatening Esther's new position. 
Rooksgrave's manor's protections for its unusual patrons are failing, the wards are crumbling, and Esther's new and exquisitely pleasurable life may all come tumbling down. Okay. Uh, it's interesting, because I feel like usually the the trope is that the good girl gets wrapped into something mm-hmm. dark and insidious and scary and sexy and whatever. So this is different. This is like Esther's already like the bad girl the gets bad girl. gets where she gets what she deserves and what she wants. Being tested, but she must protect. Intriguing. Him now. I I haven't really come across that. So that's. I will say the reviews reading them were very positive for the smut factor. Okay. At least. Um, here's a four star review. Here we go. No thoughts, head empty, just vibes and monster dick. End of review. <laughs> no! Get out of my head, just monster vibes dick. vibes and monster dick. Get out of my head. I don't want it. <laughs> monster dick. This Christina, is... The oh. reviews are like, I'm, I'm not going to read the... I have one more of this book, but I'm not going to... It's my last one. Um, but literally, these reviews, we're talking about how, how many like different monsters there are there's like a dr jekyll and hyde kind of thing like that's i think dr underwood i assume um and like literally people are saying no plot just monster sex that's all i want in life oh my god Uh, it's hard to see other people living your dreams whoa um and like just people talking about like the there's a there's an invisible man a vampire a sphinx shifter a marble golem uh uh it's literally like just fucking monsters having sex with Esther. Oh dear! It's it's it's, it's all I have it's to incredible. say to that. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, if that's your thing, I hope someone out there heard me mention this book and they're like, "Oh hell yeah!" Monster because Dick. Reading vibes. this stuff, I'm like, this is so it's so niche, but like, I guess maybe not that niche, but like, still feels kind of niche. It feels like it should be niche, and then it isn't. Yeah, that's, and I'm like, I am I missing something? Am I like the only one not reading this in yeah, the world? It feels like that when you it, these have hundreds of thousands of people reviewing them and rating them, and like mostly very positive. And it's like, wow, these people are just like they they figured life out. Well, I, think. I gotta say, I'm ha- I'm about halfway through. Akatar and there's been zero sex. So I'm like, man, really? It's not a smutty book yet, yeah. I don't think. I mean, unless I'm again missing something. A lot but, of stabbing? Um, there has been a bit of stabbing, yes. Well, I will okay, that's good. So penetration at least. Yeah, there was there was some, <laughs> don't worry, there was definitely penetration. Good, good. Um, no, it's just like I don't know. I, I'm I find it just so fascinating that like they're different levels because like that last one I read with uh, Poppy and the stabbing and stuff and like oh I need that threesome like I feel like that feels like a slow burn type mm-hmm, one but mm-hmm. then I'm reading these types of like books and it's or these reviews of these books and it's just like wow living my dream well, just the, having sex all the time with the all these different monsters like, emptying their own brain out to fill it with this yeah storyline so good for you man. Um, okay, well, speaking of Monster Dick, I received an email about a book called Alien Tyrant. <gasps> this was sent in by Amanda Sheher. Scary. It's called Alien Tyrant, colon, a sci-fi alien romance, parentheses, Faded Mates of the Sea Sand Warlords, book one. <laughs> That's a lot of words. It's like a dune... Smart, right, no maybe. I don't even know. I'm, it looks a little bit like a Dune never fan Dune. fiction. Me neither. But um, uh, pfft, I don't know. 
Here's a one-star review, though. This is by uh, Rachel, Verified Purchase. Title is, It Might Have Been Good. This book might have been good if it wasn't for the author's frequent use of F-bombs. I find this offensive, and my neurologist husband tells me cuss words embed themselves in our brains and become impossible not to use. I I think they spelled neurotic. Wrong. Neurologist, they meant neurotic <laughs> husband. Yeah. I mean, it seems like if we're reading between the lines, it also says that. <laughs> My neurologist husband tells me cuss words embed themselves in our brains and become impossible not to use. Like a worm? I'm I don't sorry. Know. This is scary. It is. And it's like, well, then, I use them a lot. <laughs> so is it impossible not to? If that were, were true, then like anything you read over, like, or like any word you use, like I don't understand why. Then don't read okay. fucking I'm... alien smut. Yeah, wait. Also, for this kind embed of embed in your brain. This is your complaint. Okay, interesting. I wasn't very far in when I returned this to Kindle Unlimited. I won't read any more by this author. So, like again, that's sort of what Amanda said because she was like, "Wait, so they're reading like a sexy fantasy, yeah. like kind of twisted book, but then the F word is like." Oh my gosh, it offends my, clutch my pearls, offends my sensibilities. Um, So it's hard to tell, you know? I mean, I guess. I mean, I think people just draw the line at different places. And to them, like, they see swearing as worse. Like, I don't know. I feel like we've known people in our lives who are like, swearing to them is like such a big thing. A deep sin. And it's like, but. They will. There's not, other. There are other things that, comparatively, they're just. They so don't bat like, an eye. At. Yeah, yeah. That are like, oh yeah, that this is normal. I'm gonna pull up Alien Tyrant real quick because oh I, please do. I just like realized I didn't ever read a description, and I. I know that. That's very important. Oh wait, this is funny. The first paragraph starts with not the first paragraph of the book, but the synopsis. CC. I thought getting a linguistics degree would land me a decent job, not get me shipped off to an alien planet ruled by barbarian warlords with tails. Oh, but she is a, she's li- a linguist. She's a linguist, like the neurotic, I mean, neurologist <laughs> husband. Um, so yeah, she's dropped on a brutal desert planet in the name of research, but the mission goes wrong. Wait, I do like this writing. But the mission goes wrong because, of course, it does. I love that. <laughs> it has to, yeah. Soon enough, I'm separated from it. the other humans and stuck with seven foot tall alien warlord who will not leave my side. He doesn't speak English, but his dark eyes and massive body speak volumes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm willing. Whoa. I need him to survive and find my friends, but I'm I willing to give him what he wants when what he wants, dot, 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 is me. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then his name is Burudai. Oh, dear. Oh, no. When I saw the face... Hold on. When I saw the face of my future faded mate in the sacred Lavrika pools, she was unlike anything I'd ever seen. I thought that fate was wrong or that maybe I'd gone mad. But then, when she falls from the sky, crashing into my desert, my fate becomes my reality. She is small and pale and fights me every chance she gets. (laughs) But everything in me calls to everything in her, and she represents the salvation of my tribe. She is mine. I will destroy anyone who tries to take her from me. But what if the one who tries to take her from me is her? (laughs) What's happening? Oh, no. This is a full-length 65,000-word sci-fi alien romance. That's a little descriptor. I can tell. 
It's free on Kindle Unlimited if anyone's nice. interested. What was it called again? Um, alien Tyrant, colon, a sci-fi alien romance, parentheses, Faded Mates of the Sea Sand Warlords, book one of eight. So that last bit was like from the perspective of the warlord? Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Who does speak English in the book. In his own head, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think well, it's translated I'm, for I'm, us. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad that... Uh, ling- linguist. The linguist translated. The linguist. No, I... I I, I, I find it funny how I feel like very often we've had these like, oh, like, hope no one tries to take her from me and I hope she she better not leave me. Like, there's this whole thing of like all these tropes of like, oh, like, <laughs> no one, like, I'm going to be so protective of her that I'm going to make her not leave. Like, yeah, I'm going to like, keep her here forever. Her forever. Yeah, there's definitely so, a, a vibe there. What what do you, no offense to this guy, but what do you expect from an alien warlord? Like, you don't get the title Warlord for, like, nothing. Who are you or talking tyrant. about? No offense to whom? The Tyrant. The, the Warlord. Oh, oh, oh. But, so I'm saying, like, I'm that. saying I don't expect more from this Tyrant Warlord. Okay. Well, so I expect a better uh, vocabulary, ex- so. Oh. Because I think um, if he embeds the word, the F-bomb in my head. True, true. I don't think I'll ever forgive him. It is funny that. On this alien planet, they're using f bombs all the time. That is kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. I have one more. This is a review, a very quick one, but it was it was a good one. Um, <laughs> of a lady of Rook's Grave Manor. Mm-hmm. Our friend Esther. Here's a three star review. The H in Esther stands for whole stuffer. End of review. <gasps> what? The- E-S-T-E-R stand for? Don't tell me. I can't. No, I can't say that on this podcast. Stop it. I can't say those words. Stop it. Not in that order, at least. (laughs) Oh, my God. Alexander, Um, rough. (laughs) That was a one star? Or what star? Um, That was a three star. Okay. So I I consider it a positive. Yeah. Okay. Um, But I I love also in Goodreads that you can see their progress. Like of reading this, started reading July sixteenth, finished reading July sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Okay, but sometimes when you add your book in, it just kind of auto fills that. I'm not saying they didn't read it in one yeah. day. Uh, oh, <laughs> wait here it says um, started reading and then shelved on the same day. Then the next progress it says page zero at zero percent left a. I guess this person left a note because you can apparently do that and says, apparently all of my subscribers are monster fuckers noted. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it was like shelved in like different like categories and then finished reading. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. There's a whole uh, world on Goodreads of people who are following each other, reading books together. Yeah. It's, it's so, and that was, I think what was so fun about this is not necessarily the smut aspect, but the fact that this can exist yeah, you even read, for the smut. You read it for the articles. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I, know. I read Goodreads for the articles. You're just there for the community of it all. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make friends with all these smut readers. I thought it was so wonderful. Okay. N- no thoughts, just vibes and monster No vibes. <laughs> um, I forgot to mention that Monster Dicks was surrounded by uh, sparkle, sparkle emojis. Oh, yeah. even better. Yeah. Uh, so we received an email from Emma, um, whom we had not heard from in yes. a while. Uh, Emma, she, her, Shrenda, as she always signs it. And she says, barely holding it together, comma, Emma. 
So that was her sign off. But she sent a uh, a book called Priest by Sierra Simone. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Priest, a okay. love story. Oh, dear. Yeah. So uh, I'll read you the little, it's not very long. There are many rules a priest can't break. A priest cannot marry. A priest cannot abandon his flock. A priest cannot forsake his God. I've always been good at following rules until she came. Then I learned new rules. My name is Tyler Anselm Bell. I'm 29 years old. Six months ago, I broke my vow of celibacy on the altar of my own church. And God help me, I would do it again. I am a priest, and this is my confession. Oh, hell yeah. Sex (laughs) on the altar? Okay. Holy shit, Tyler. I love that. Uh, listen to this. Just so, because it's like such a, I love these <laughs> fucking things where it's like, yeah, um, instead of just like easing in, I went all 180 and just like completely <laughs> abandoned my my vows. <laughs> Hell yeah, Tyler. Okay, are you ready? Anyway, yeah, sorry. You I know, know this is fictional. I'm just excited. You know how on Kindle you can like highlight something and then, it, I don't know if you ever used a Kindle. I, it's been a long time. I think I had like one of the, the earliest one ones. When so. we were like, what are we supposed to like do with this? Like the ones that, those weird pages, yeah. like black and gray, like the gray, and it like fluttered. I don't know how to describe yeah, the I think shift it's of the pages. similar still. Anyway. Oh, okay. I don't know. But uh, so <laughs> there's... <laughs> if you highlight something on a Kindle, it'll like, you can change the settings to see like, Oh my God, Renee is calling me. Why is Renee she calling can, me? She can feel it. What she we're knows. talking about. She, by the way, just bought herself a Kindle and was like so excited about it. Like she, anyway, she's like, do you like the stickers on my new Kindle? And I'm like, what year is it? Anyway, uh, so the, if you can change the settings to see like popular lines other people have highlighted uh-huh. when they're reading the book. Got it. So oh, okay. like you can that's, see, that's yeah, so here's popular that's highlights. great. Oh my God, yes. Ugh, I, I love it. I oh, Christina, this is so good. I, I wish I knew them. about this before. I would have had so many. I don't want to read no, it. No, I'm proud of you for bringing this, Christina. Aww. Stepping out of your comfort zone to read your brother. You're horrible. <laughs> Popular highlights from Smut Fucking books. horrible. Okay. I'm so, I, I love this. Okay, so, so popular scary. highlights in this book. Here's the first quote. Saved by 2,402 Kindle readers. One and a half inches of damnation, and all I could think about was sinking deeper into hell. But also, what's one and a half inches? Huh. Interesting. Uh, Here's the next one. This is the worst one of all. I'm just going to rip the bandit off. I love it. Highlighted by (laughs) 1,391 Kindle readers. 1,391. I can't do it, Alexander. I'm not here. I'm closing my eyes. I'm just, I'm not here. Just pretend I'm not here. Pretend Blaze is in the room. No. No. Okay, I'm going to read it. It says, My little lamb, I whispered. You are so very, very wet right now. End of <laughs> quote. <laughs> I, okay. I love that it's like, okay, this sounds like someone who went to Catholic school and like had a Catholic it's upbringing. It's traumatized. And like, because like the lamb aspect of it, like that's so, Ugh. that feels so biblical and Gross. like so, exactly what a priest would say. So it's it like fucking horrible, but it has great. <laughs> so reviews. like, hey, if you have this kind of upbringing in this weird Catholic school trauma and stuff, this might be good good for people. I I, I, I can weirdly, I I weirdly get it. But uh, the lamb bit—that's so funny. Okay, well, I guess I'll read you the one star review. Okay. Um, 
Here it is. It's called Disrespectful, and it's by Carmen. Verified purchase. This is not a sanctimonious Bible-thumping review. It is not meant to be high-handed or rude, but be clear. What? But. (laughs) But, to be clear, I have a very strong opinion about this story. As a human being, I know that we all have urges and sometimes question the direction of our lives. I'm glad they cleared up that they're a human being. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've already just like. Well, not I don't know. Maybe it's just side. monster dick all the time. Yeah, true. Okay? True. I know a man who was a priest and a woman who was a nun who left their callings to marry each other and have a family who to this day honor God very much in their life. As a Catholic, I found this story to be so very disrespectful. For me, the use of Catholic symbols for sexual acts in a sacred space was something that really lent nothing but shock value and anger to the story. For, why are you reading this yeah, if you're a Catholic? That doesn't like I don't feel get it. Right. Like that right? Do, like I don't know how you stumble upon this. Otherwise. Like it doesn't make sense. No. Like if you saw this, you'd probably priest a love story, a guy who rejects his vows to the church. I mean, maybe they sincerely didn't expect it to be like they thought it would be that happy love story of their friend who was a nun. Who yeah, like maybe they thought it more like more in Hallmark terms than oh, in like yeah. like Smut. oh having sex on the altar and calling her a lamb. Oh <laughs> god, lamb. which I get. Like that's what I'm saying. I th- the first thing I thought of was that like Catholic symbolism in there in that one line. But like I feel like that's what the author was going for. So yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. I seriously wonder if Miss Simone is Catholic. If she is, then I wonder if she maybe fell in love with a priest who chose his church instead of her, and she is bitter now because of it. What? If she isn't, then how dare she be so ignorant to what is sacred to so many people? Now, I am not a perfect Catholic. I love erotic books. I can cuss with the best and can be selfish at times among many other sins. But to use what are sacred... (laughs) Sorry. I love the selfish bit. Like, no one is... Like, I don't know how that's relevant at all here. Maybe that's like her only flaw. How the... the, What, smut books or whatever? I get that. And I get the cursing because I'm probably... There's probably cursing in this book. But being like, I can be selfish sometimes. Like, what does that have anything to do with this? I don't know. Maybe she's a nun who left the church. (laughs) And that's why she's so bitter. This is so confusing. Okay. But to use what are sacred religious symbols and sacred verbiage and prayer the way it was used in this book is simply sacrilege. No, no, it is not okay to use holy chrism oil for anal sex. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do this. Hey, if it works, it works. This is horrible. Okay, come back. New lube market. God damn it. No, it is not okay to use holy chrism oil for anal sex, and you do not use our words of consecration in sexual acts on top of the table of the Eucharist. (laughs) (laughs) Not the table of the Eucharist. (laughs) (laughs) Have sex next to it, not on top of it. None of what this book displays is anything other than utter disrespect and ignorance. Just the fact that he's a priest who is struggling with his vow because he was falling in love with a woman is an interesting enough story in and of itself. So you're right. It was She was looking for like a more yes, yeah. hallmark love story. Add to that the decision to actually follow through and have sex is a big damn deal. I knew before the second chapter that he chose to be a priest for totally the wrong reasons. It happens. There was so much potential to write a story that actually addressed a very different topic. 
What are you talking about? You uh, write like, the story, no, then. I know. This person came in, and I could see why they'd feel disrespected if that, like, you know, they, they hold their religion very close to themselves and reading. But, like, clearly this book's not for you. Yeah. Like, you can write your own book if you want and write that Hallmark story. About you can, there are the... probably so many books like that. Um, I like how she's like, I want to learn more about his uh, vocation to be a priest. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, this is not what the That's purpose not what is. This as far is. as I know, based on that description, like, I just had to hear the description. I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to get naughty and raunchy and whatever. They're going to have sex on the Eucharist table. That was pretty clear from just that the That was synopsis, pretty damn clear. <laughs> I think. There was so much potential to write a story that actually addressed a very difficult topic. The story could have gotten so much respectable attention and been a piece of work that wasn't just written to fit the label of romance slash taboo. Do I think that the Catholic religion is perfect? Absolutely not. I think the human element of any religion makes every religion imperfect because humans are imperfect. I personally think that priests should be able to be married. I don't think parishes need to buy gold chalices and bowls on the altar because the bread and wine are the body and blood of Christ. I believe that we are the precious vessels that make the bread and wine become the body and blood. There are many man-made laws of my religion that I don't agree with, but those are my issues. This? This is something completely different. For the author to write a story the way she did is nothing short of insulting. I want my money back, and I'd really also like an apology. That being said, I am a grown-up, and I chose to read this book to the very end so that I wouldn't be forming a harsh opinion on an incomplete story. I can honestly say I gave it a full chance. Parts of it I really enjoyed. Yes, the sex was hot. Yes, his family history was compelling. But the rest of it lacked so much depth of thought and actual heart that it was hard to even be happy at the end. I mean, seriously, two grown adults couldn't even control themselves long enough to get married without having sex? <laughs> Wait a second. Oh my God. Are what, you serious? What kind of smut books are you normally reading? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I, I feel like... She clearly came looking for hot sex, so I'm like, I'm so, so, but so that's confused. not enough. They should have waited till, what, like, modest is hottest? Like... Man, honestly, that probably exists. I'm like, sure shit. it does. Like, that's probably so many books out there. I just don't understand why this person ended up on this one. Me I, neither. Of all books. Know. And like, I guess I, in a way I feel bad for them that they like <laughs> had to read it because they seem very like sincerely upset, but demanding an apology and stuff. I'm I mean, like, come, come on. on. Come on. Two grown adults couldn't even control themselves long enough to get married without having sex in yet another church. Whatever. I have never written a harsh review for a book in my life. I am a avid reader and friends with many authors. I beta read and read ARCs. I proofread and work with authors a lot just because I love books. This one certainly pulled a lot of emotions from me. Unfortunately, not many of them were good. This is one book that I will not recommend to any of my friends, especially any who would happen to be Catholic. End of review. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. It's not for them, so don't recommend. Them. Good, like you know, I I don't know. I I just feel so. Just maybe move. maybe just it's because I was looking at these monster dick down yeah dick party things. Like I, I'm like shocked at this review. It is shocking because like it's not like <laughs> oh I thought this would be an like she said I love erotic books yeah, like I love yeah. sexy books. But then but this like is this not... was too far because it was like but not for the sexy parts. Well, sort of, but. Because of the symbolism and stuff. Yeah, and like specifically, but it the would be Catholic so symbolism, weird if it were like, like about a priest 
breaking his vow, but then like I had nothing to do with and being the like, church. oh, but I still love God, so let's wait right? till marriage and stuff. Yikes. Like I want to be like that's not. I don't think that makes for the best mutt books. No, maybe for this person. So maybe that someone can write it, and I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just surprised. Me too. I'm surprised because I did find out there's so many varying like say, levels of different types. Like I learned what an RH is. It's a reverse harem. Whoa. So that's what actually that monster book is. Oh, where she's it's, she's it's her and many male suitors. Who are like not all human. Ghosts so. or invisible. Yeah, or like so it was it was a, a a reverse harem and like so people would say RH, oh, this is one of my favorite RH or this is my first RH book. There's so much. Well, in what's this, an like, ARC? I don't know. That might be. I, th- I assume that was just an author, like a specific writing term thing. for. Yeah. Like I'm. I don't know. I don't know about that. But like, I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that also in the near the end they're like in yet another church. In yet another like, church. So they have sex in multiple churches, <laughs> which makes me laugh so hard because it just makes it even better that this person's like, not another church, not another house I of mean, God. They, they read like, <laughs> to the end of the book because yeah. they wanted to make sure they gave it a fair shot, which also part of me is like, you really didn't have to do that. You didn't. I, I if weirdly you got a chapter it, in, but like also. I knew you would, but like, part of me thinks on. like, <laughs> you must have enjoyed it to a certain extent if you're reading the whole fucking book. I think. I mean, you know, no one's making you read it. You're not a you martyr. You don't have to leave a like, review. That that is what I was going to bring up. It's such a Catholic thing. Like you're such a martyr. You're like I read the whole thing to make sure I was giving it a fair shot. It's like nobody asked you. The author yes. probably would have said, "Okay, you're uncomfortable in chapter two. Just put don't it down. Read it. And, Get your money back and, and go." I think saying all of those things to like as if to excuse their views by saying, "Oh, don't worry. I don't think Catholicism is perfect," and like listing out a bunch of Duh. reasons why it's not. It's like. Okay, but like that doesn't make your opinion more informed just yeah. because you also have, ne- you know, like yeah. it, they, they they seem to put in a bunch of things to try to like make themselves seem, yeah, like put themselves on like a bit of a pedestal to pedestal to be like, hey, like I, I sh- I am a, I am my opinion is extra valid now, yeah, yeah, and it is valid, but just fucking also like, the anecdotal story read of the room. <laughs> An anecdote, the anecdotal story of I knew a priest and a nun who got married. Yeah, and they still worship God. Okay, congratulations. It's so weird. I'm so happy for them, question yeah, mark. They put, what are you they put a lot. About? Like they said, they felt a lot of emotions. I feel like they just put it all out there. So I think whatever. my favorite line, I... um, if we're gonna leave on any, is uh no, no, it is not okay to use holy chrism <laughs> oil for anal sex. Okay. <laughs> Um, I always wondered like, if it was okay. So I'm glad like, I finally have an answer to that question. Thank who, you. Like who? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like what in the book? Was there a little subtitle, subnote, whatever, a footer that said like? Fun fact. By the way, it is okay to use this. <laughs> Footnote. This. Like, fun fact. No, they running just did. low on KY yeah. jelly. Go to your local fucking consecrated chapel uh, it was so weird okay sorry that was a lot in a, i'm glad you brought it but you're welcome emma has more for us this one's called the, oh, good. the ritual a dark college romance have you heard of this no no okay this seemed to be like a big one in this whole world uh this is by Chantel Tessier. 
And uh, Barrington University is home of the Lords, a secret society that requires their blood in payment. They are above all the most powerful men in the world. They devote their lives to violence in exchange for power. And during their senior year, they are offered a chosen one. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of these backstories feel very um, non-consensual. Yeah, well, yeah, that's definitely a big part of a lot of these. Um, hmm. So... Yeah, it contains dark themes. Okay, cool. Uh, the character's name is Riot, R-Y-A-T. Th- that, I would never have guessed that spelling. Yeah. Riot and Wrath should uh, get together. Yeah, this is wild. Uh, Depending on how Riot smells. <laughs> what about Zane? Or Zade? Zade. I think Zayd should stay far Zayd away from everyone. Needs to stay away. Uh, she is to serve and obey him. He will protect and own her. So that's what this is called. Okay, great. A lot of ownership going on today. Yeah. So this is a five star. So this is a redemption. Um, it is by Fiona. Verified purchase. Rating five out of five. Spice five out of five. Dark romance. Secret society. Here we go. Okay. Can I first start out by saying how hot riot is because omfg i am deceased i swoon melted and literally fried my brain from his holy hotness i was only a few chapters in when i knew 1000 percent this one was going to be added to my top favorites and did it hell yeah it so did my gosh if i can just form coherent sentences now to even write a review because all i can say is that i learned lots of kinks and valuable sexual knowledge from this book The plot, secrets, suspense, I love it all. This book has stole my soul and will forever live in my forever. Okay. Wow. They really do. They really have lost the ability to form sentences. This book has stole my soul and will forever live in my forever. Riot just stole the show and might have become my number one book husband. End of review. Ooh. (laughs) Nice. Five spice. So this is the last thing I have. It is... um, I called it a little bonus from Elizabeth, she, her, who sent it way back in 2022. Wow. Why did I bring this? One and a half inch bonus. Little bonus. (laughs) This is called Come for Bigfoot. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I searched our inbox for smut and it came up as Bigfoot smut was a subject. You got to do it. Alexander, this one's really bad. Like... I don't know about your monster I promise. Dick. Remember how I had that whole thing of like, I don't know what made it to the final episode, but me and like the whole porn episode and not with county fairs. Yeah, true. Trust me, the stuff I read in those reviews about these porn, it will not come close. Like nothing we've said today comes even remotely okay. close to the shit that I had to like try to avoid in that episode okay okay well so i'll just then in that case i'll just read the uh the the synopsis this is called c-u-m come for bigfoot it also helps sorry to interrupt but it helps that it's like (laughs) the situation itself is absurd because of bigfoot you know oh it's Um, absolutely absurd like that helps in case you're wondering this is um Book one of the Monster Sex series. I was wondering. Okay, okay great. It has a 2.93 rating on Goodreads. Um, only 498 ratings and 96 reviews. So far. So Come far. on, people. Get on it. Come for big. <laughs> <laughs> if you go. Okay, this is what it says. If you go into the woods today. If you. You know that song? 
If you go into the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. No. It's like these little teddy bears having a picnic. Ooh, which te- are you pointing at teddy bears? No, right oh, you're getting a tissue. I was like, who are you pointing at? Um, no. It was like a song on TikTok for a minute, and then I found out it's an actual like kids song, and it yeah. sometimes comes up in Leona's like kids playlist. Interesting. Okay. It's about the teddy bears have their picnic. Oh, anyway, okay. so it starts with I feel it like starts with that song is a dark way to start a book called Come for Bigfoot, but it says yeah. if you go into the woods today, dot dot dot. On a week-long outing in Mount Hood National Forest, what begins as a flirty, fun-filled trip soon turns into a nightmare when an ape-like creature kidnaps a group of teen girls with the purpose of procreating with them. Oh. This story contains... Now, I need everyone to buckle up, and if you're with small children, maybe it's too late now, I guess. Buckle them up as well. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) buckle them up. This story contains oral sex, fingering, forced consent, which I would argue is not anything. That, 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 yep. That's an oxymoron right there. Penetration with a large object and menage a trois. All characters are 18 and above, even though apparently... So when they say large object, do they mean Bigfoot's penis? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Um, Okay. Here we go. I'll just read this review. <sighs> Here's a one star. This is by Shelby, and it has the gifs of the. It has like Sasquatch gifs in it. Okay. Okay. So I don't even know where to begin with this book. <laughs> First of all, bunch of dumb teenagers go to woods. Horniness comes next. Bigfoot, aka Leonard, kidnaps three teenage girls to have sex with. His mom helps out, of course. Warning: If you read this book, you will have mental images that cannot be erased. Okay. Now I have a redemption by Carol. Okay. Four stars. Title is, oh, by the way, read October 29th of 2013. This is called Four Stars. Another Halloween monster fuck story. Star, star, star. I can't decide between three and a half or four stars. Star, star, star. It says, so what happens when a group of teeny boopers goes into the (laughs) woods for a week of hiking and camping while looking for Bigfoot? Yup, every cliche under the sun, especially when the girls are hot and panty dripping wet. Let's set the scene. After a long day of hiking for hours, the girls are sweaty and ready to get down for drinking with their cute guy friends and a hot stepdad after they return from collecting firewood. Leaves rustle, a twig snaps. The three girls look at one another in fright. What was that? Are the boys back? All goes black. A bit later, wake up in a cage in the pitch black. Light snaps on. And what? A little old lady with a half man, half ape, and wait, what is that peeking out from his fur? Wow, is that a yardstick, or is that ape man just happy to see fertile women? (laughs) Here's where it changes from the cliche monster movies. Ape man doesn't want to kill them and eat them, oh no, he wants to fuck them and impregnate them and fuck them some more. He wants to show them a good time with his extra long and thick tongue and monster penis. Will the girls still want to escape after they had a taste of Bigfoot? Will there be baby small feet running around soon? Pick up the book on Amazon. It's free. End of review. Oh my gosh. Will will there be babies? I I hope not. Okay. This is one of like 18 different of these books. Oh boy. I swear. And one of them was called like something that implied there were baby children now. Oh no. Yeah. 
So there's a there's a this is a saga. Yes, and I don't know if that's true, um, but that's what it implied to me uh-huh. reading between the your lines. understanding of the Bigfoot uh, the sex <laughs> Bigfoot yeah. sex series. Um, apparently, then the next series was called Moan for Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What she, was this one called? Center. Stop it. Are you serious? I, I, yeah, I forgot. Come for Bigfoot. Come for Bigfoot, then moan for Bigfoot. Yeah. In that order. Okay. There's also a come for Viking for a Viking. There, there's a lot. A Viking? How do they throw that in there? I don't know, Alexander. I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn to talk. Okay, because I'm I was done. This was wonderful. Okay, great. I'm so happy for you. Thank you, everyone, for There's 15 books in this series. Don't you have a challenge to do? Yeah, yeah. No, okay. thank you everyone for uh being here with us on that wonderful journey. By the way, the fourth book is called Come For Bigfoot. <laughs> um, let me find the one that said, I swear to God, I'm going to find it. Okay. Oh, my God. No, it was translated into German. Uh-oh. Come For Bigfoot, Buch 1 und 2. Oh, good. I can't. Um, Oh, she's pregnant in this one on the <gasps> no. cover. No. Come for Bigfoot 15. The 15th? Yep. That's when she's pregnant? What the heck happens between them? There's a whole tribe, apparently, now, it says. Oh, my goodness. This is upsetting. Okay. Anyway. It is. Um, <laughs> time for my challenge. Okay. So my challenge was from Michelle, and it was to find the oldest reviews, you, reviews that you can. Yeah. I'm excited. So what I did... I went to a couple places. I went to IMDb first okay. and looked at classic movies because mm-hmm. I knew IMDb's been around for a while. Um, and uh, this is a review here of The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Written November 25th, 1998. <gasps> is that crazy? Whoa. And what's you crazy is that's like well, 60 six. years after the movie came out. You were five. Yeah, I was five, yeah. How many years after the movie came out? 60 about. Jesus. Because it came out in 1939. Holy crap. So wild. Okay, so here's a review. This is a 10 out of 10 review of Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz is the greatest picture ever made. <laughs> I only registered to this IMDb thing just to say that. End of review. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Wait, that's so fun. They're yeah. like, I'm just exploring the World yeah. Wide Web today, yeah. and I have an opinion on Wizard of Oz. They Aww. only reviewed that and My Fair Lady. So innocent back <laughs> and then. And then that's it. Yeah, and then we were both in no- the same day in 1998, uh, November wow. 25th, and then never again. <laughs> wow, and they probably forgot they ever even right? started an account, Yeah, because their account's probably under like some Netscape email that they don't <laughs> use so anymore. So true, so true. Aww. Um, my next one is of Jaws, another 10 out of 10. It's from August of 1998. Oh, my God. You were not five yet. Nope. You were four. Um, That's crazy, yeah. Here we go. Uh, the title is A Classic That Never Forgets Who the Real Star Is. Do you know who the real star is? What are we talking about Jaws. again? Jaws. Oh, the, the shark? No, that's what I thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen that film, believe it or not. Uh, here we go. I don't think I have. And the real star is the humans, not the shark. 
Which is why the movie will be, or at least should be, the cutting pattern for all future horror suspense disaster flicks to come. Director Steven Spielberg knows that although the audience gets a thrill from the scenes of shark attacks, we really come to care about the three men who become unlikely heroes. More importantly, they work together as a team and use their brains to solve problems. End of review. What? Yeah, that's what we all look for in a horror flick. <laughs> brain Let's like, learn about their brains and their <laughs> mental capacity and how good of friends they are. And then I've got one more from IMDb. This is a review of Citizen Kane. Oh, boy. Um, and it's an 8 out of 10. I watched this on a first date one time. And there will be Citizen Kane spoilers, by the way, <laughs> if that's a thing still. I don't know. You watched on a first date? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. That seems really annoying. Take one guess who it was. You don't have to say it all loud. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. I think I know, but I don't know. Because, like, know. who why else? Why would the others? Like, <laughs> you know? Like, I feel like no one makes sense. Exactly. But, but okay. Some make less sense than this. Okay. Anyway, here we go. It's Blaze's favorite movie. So, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Uh, here we go. Okay. I must admit that this is a great movie, but it is not excellent if you know one fact. Who Rosebud is. <laughs> that one fact destroys the basic storyline of the movie. It is still enjoyable, but not to that extent anymore. But don't call it worthless. Think about... What if I did not know who Rosebud is? What would I think then? It is an interesting movie then. I loved it, even with the knowledge about Rosebud. End of review. What the fuck? Literally the whole point of the movie. <laughs> like, they're like, just forget who Rosebud is. Because you know, it'll ruin the movie. You know who Ro Rosebud is? I don't is, remember. But... It's a sled. It's not a person. Right. So the whole point is like, this whole time you're like, who the hell's Rosebud? Turns out it was just like a symbol of his childhood. And I... There's so much insight Ugh. into Citizen Kane I'm not going to get into because I assume people are going to tell me I'm wrong. I, no matter what I say, some people are going to think that. I don't understand it. I'm bored already. Whatever. It's boring. Uh, good movie. F classic movie. But that's the whole point of the movie is that the Rosebud is not a person. That it's his sled when he was a child and he's like this magnate now like on his deathbed. All he thinks about is his childhood or some shit. And it's like sled from okay. like happy days that he had when he was a kid. And this person's like, that ruins the whole movie. <laughs> that ruins the whole yeah, movie? Yeah, they're saying like... I thought they were saying if you already know it in advance, like if it's spoiled for you, then it ruins the movie. So take it out of your head. No, they no I don't think so. Because it says... They said... Uh, I don't think so. Oh, maybe. I don't understand. Whatever. I don't yeah, think it, it could makes be right, sense. Because they said it is not excellent if you know one fact who Rosebud is. Like, I like the thing is, if I watched it now, I wouldn't think the movie's terrible knowing who Rosebud is. I would because I'm just bored okay, of it. Yeah, and you but... probably have bad experiences um, from watching it. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, I think it's safe to say you don't have to um, submit to this reviewer's opinion because we don't even know what the fuck they're trying to say. So I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, say you're wrong because I'm, actually, cause I'm yeah. actually pretty sure that yeah, we uh, don't even know what this guy's talking about. Uh, I'm uh, Yeah, I should just, just move on. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. And the next one that I have is a review of the first ever product sold on Amazon. Shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Shut the fuck up. What do you think it is? A book? Yep. 
Okay, good job. You got it. I'm going to count that as getting it because you no, never No, no, I know it. which one. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Oxner. Unless you Google it, you no, don't know. No, I it. do. It was called Alien Tyrant, a sci-fi <laughs> alien romance, Faded Mates of the Sea Sand Warlords Book One. That would make for a much more exciting review. I'm sorry that I don't have a more exciting review. How to win friends and influence people. No, it's fluid concepts and creative analogies. That's Computer close. models of the fundamental mechanisms of thought. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. that was. it's by Douglas Hofstetter. Uh, Doug, how does it feel? So, well, unfortunately, someone on September 26, 2000 was disappointed. <gasps> Two-star review. I read G.E. and B. and had very high hopes for this book. I read a review of this book where it talked about the work he and his group did looking at analogies, and I thought, wow, this was going to be killer. For example, this group wrote a pro computer program to solve problems like, what comes next in this series? 2, 4, 7, 8, 20. And looked at things like, what is the Hackensack, New Jersey of Nebraska? <laughs> Can you imagine now they have fucking AI writing entire screenplays and they're like, the they built a computer program to decide what the next number is yeah. in the series, which is an SAT question we had to yeah. answer. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This is so trippy. Yeah. What's the Hackensack of fucking, what, Minnesota? It says, what is the Hackensack, New Jersey of Nebraska? What's happening? Parentheses, more interesting than it seems. No, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested. I am. I'm interested. Well, I, I think that's that's probably interesting. They probably take a lot of demographics. They take a lot of. Like, I'm going to ask Chat GPT details. right now. What is that? I'm not kidding. Chat. Yeah. See, I already know. Oh, what is it? Who needs a? I was going to say, who needs a computer is it program? Hackensack, Nebraska. <laughs> in Nebraska, the city that is often considered most similar to Hackensack, New Jersey, in terms of its size and significance, is probably Omaha. Oh, okay. Interesting. Both Omaha. And then it gives me three paragraphs about how similar they are. Really? Yes. Okay, that's pretty crazy. I know. I'm telling you. Because this... I like Googled that thinking, oh, maybe this is just a thing. No. Nope. I'm not seeing anything. No, I think the AI is just like, finally, someone's asking me this question. The right questions. Well, to change Nebraska to Ohio. Akron. Fucking weird, man. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, huh, probably not one of the big three. Home to companies like Goodyear Tire and Rubber and Firestone Tire and Rubber. I mean, this is really wild. Okay, I'm kind of freaked out. That's kind of cool. I have on this, I fucking love the AI business. I have so much fun on here. <laughs> I had it help me like organize some of my notes. Oh, interesting. I like put my notes in and I was like, can you help me? I think it's a fascinating tool. Write yeah. this in a more like, um, it was just for personal use, but yeah, I was yeah, like, because yeah. I don't know the laws around that, but I was like, can you help me like reformulate this into like a more uh condensed version and yeah. it like just fucking within seconds i had it cool guys it's that. cool shit man There's i love cool these shit out there okay. i love these smart robots <laughs> should i ask what comes <laughs> after two five good. seven yeah two four seven eight twenty uh, what listen, comes next in this series <laughs> i love that they had to build a whole thing for that and yeah. now we're just like yeah no it's, it's kind of crazy the everyday I'm person sure how, can just say like how quickly technology write kinda... me a fake erotic story yeah about meeting Taylor Lautner, and it'll be like, okay, here you go. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that came into my head. That was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> especially because underneath here it says, customers who viewed items in your browsing history also viewed, and it's literally all Twilight. Yeah, from our here, episode? From, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I guess I haven't been using Amazon much other than for that episode. Uh, anyway, okay, so hack and sack, more interesting than it seems. And I touched this coffee cup in front of me on the table. Now you do the same. 
to a person who might not have a coffee cup near them. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Should I ask the AI? So the computer pro... Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Okay. But no, that's like... Yeah, that's apparently a problem or something. A thing of like, what what, what do they do? Maybe touch your coffee cup if you're in the same room? I don't know. Hands off. Go find a coffee cup? I don't know. Is this like what they interview when you're applying for Google? And yeah. they're like, oh, we're going to give you all these mind benders. Okay. I know like that's a thing, but I like talk to D about it. Yeah. Because that's her job, had her do things like that. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, shit, that's real? Like, I don't know. You think, I mean, of course I it is. I heard that. I, I didn't know anyone who yeah. had to do them, but yeah, I yeah, definitely read to do some of the examples. Job. A lot of, and she like brought them up to me. It was like one about like horses racing, like which one's first or something, or how do you know which one's first? I was like, what the fuck is fuck? happening? I didn't, my brain did not work that way. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you're gonna need to draw this out for me, like visual. I it made no sense. No, it makes no sense. Her brain was working so quickly, mysterious and so, ways. so mysterious in the best of ways. Okay, anyway, his point being that analogy making is the heart of human intelligence. Oh. So I settled down with this 400-page tome and had great expectations of many wonderful evenings ahead of me. Forget it. The interesting bits in this book can fill five to ten pages, and the rest of the book is filled with talk about their computer program implementations of these ideas. After the first program is written, all the other ones are direct offshoots of it without much new work, so it gets pretty monotonous pretty quick. Oh sure, to sit down with Mr. H and discuss these things one evening over beers would be amazing, but to have to slog through this book is not. If you really want a book that will blow your mind, check out Consciousness Explained by Daniel Dennett. That book is powers of 10 greater in intellectual amazement than this book ever hoped to be. End of review. Oh my lord. It had very good reviews, so this book. It was an outlier, this negative review. I'd say so. Is this like one of the top selling books or it just happened to be the first one? just happened to be the first one. uh, Only 65 reviews. But how did that happen? Like they only sold one book at a time or it was the first one uploaded like to the server? Good question. I'll ask Chat GPT. <laughs> I ask them everything. I bet Chat GPT knows. I uh, tried. <laughs> next, I have an email. This is from uh, Shauna, she, her, who <laughs> sent in a review of uh, the 2004, or sorry, no, a review from 2004 of the 80s made for TV movie. Desperate Lives on VHS. Ooh. And says, for context, here's the log line. A high school guidance counselor takes her war on drugs all the way to the local pusher. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> sounds no, like seventh not the heaven. local pusher. It sounds like some ha- seventh heaven shit. Oh, God, it um, does, doesn't it? Yeah. And the cover of this VHS, at the top it says, drugs, noun, like a dictionary definition, are killing our nation's most valuable resource, young people. And then it says druggy, drug, but like a dot, and then G-I-E, like separated by the mm-hmm. syllables. I, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Um, anyway, so here we go. Here is uh, a review, a five-star review. It's by Brad. Great. Tight flick. This movie is tight. It taught me how to deal with my first PCP experience. I was contemplating jumping out of a window, but upon watching this movie, I decided against it. Ben, if you see this, email me at 
at brad22 at hotmail.com. Later! <laughs> End of review. <laughs> Can you I shoot me no a quick email? Clue. Wait, was this on Amazon you said? Yeah, this was oh on Amazon. Oh my god. When was it written? 2004. Oh my god. Yeah. A lot of reviews are like, ah, uh, like, it's like a cult drug culture film now. Like, it's considered like this cult. What's like, it called classic. again? Uh, Desperate Lives. <laughs> I think I, I feel like I've heard of it. So a lot of people are like, man, this reminds me of my like childhood when they made us watch this. Like, ha ha ha. It's so funny. Oh, um, yeah. And now it's like we we are owning it. We're the druggies. Yeah, we are the druggies. Your parents warned it, us It about. didn't work. It didn't work. Um, so I've got one more thing and I had to bring this. Lots of people have like tagged us in things about this or emailed us about it. Um, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce it. Uh, this is uh, the complaint tablet to Aya Nasir. This is a clay tablet that was <gasps> uh, sent to ancient Ur, written in 1750 BC. Oh my God. I never even, it never even crossed my mind that you would read like old ass like, reviews. Literally the oldest. I'm it says, thrilled. Written in Akkadian cuneiform, it is considered to be the oldest known written complaint. Ah, I cannot wait. So people have like, this has made its rounds on the internet as like a meme. I don't remember. Like, I don't think I've um, read it. Yeah. So it's, uh, well, that's the thing is like, it, I'm going to read the content. Ba- it has its own Wikipedia page. So I'm just going to read what the content. So it's not like direct quote, but it like basically describes what's written on there. So okay. here we go. Uh, what's written on there. The tablet details that Ea Nasir traveled to Dilmun to buy copper and returned to sell it in Mesopotamia. On one particular occasion, he had agreed to sell copper ingots to Nanny, Nani. Nani sent his servant with the money to complete the transaction. The copper was considered by Nani to be substandard and was not accepted. <laughs> In response, Nani created the cuneiform letter for delivery to Ea Nasir. Inscribed on it is a complaint about a copper delivery of the incorrect grade and issues with another delivery. <laughs> Nani also complained that his servant, who handled the transaction, had been treated rudely. He <gasps> stated that at the time of writing, he had not accepted the copper, but had paid the money for it. So the tablet was discovered and acquired by Sir Leonard Woolley um, in, during an exp- expedition uh, in the Sumerian city of Ur uh, from 1922 to 1934. Jeez. And they even found like other uh, tablets, including complaints about other customers not receiving their copper yet and one that said that they were tired of receiving bad copper <gasps> so this place this fella i guess had a uh had a bit of a uh reputation and yet it's officially recognized by the guinness world records as the oldest customer complaint stop there's even a lego recreation that you can like or are someone, you serious someone, you can't buy it yet but someone like created it to like as something that they think should be like a fan made yeah, version. And, and you can do it in like the Lego ideas and people can vote for it. Ah! So that exists if y'all want to look at it. I want to vote for it. Um, there's like a, uh, yeah. Do we have like the actual quote or is there not really a, a direct translation? Um, I don't know if there's a direct translation, but let me see. Uh, here we go. I mean, it sounds like the exact Yelp review. Like the cliche Yelp review. Yeah, according to this, so I do have a site that's claiming to have the uh, the translation. It says, "Tell Anasir Nani sends the following message: When you came, you said to me as follows, 'I will give Gimli Sin, where 
when he comes, fine quality copper ingots. You left then, but you did not know what you promised me. You put ingots which were not good before my messenger, and said, if you want to take them, take them. If you do not want to take them, go away. He then says the remarkably modern phrase, what do you take me for? <laughs> and asks why he has been treated with such disrespect. Quote, I've sent his messengers, gentlemen like ourselves, to collect the bag with my money, deposited with you, but you have treated me with contempt by sending them back to me empty-handed several times, and that through enemy territory. Jeez. And then it says, on account of that one trifling mina of silver which I owe you, you feel free to speak in such a way, while I have given to the palace on your behalf 1,080 pounds of copper. How long is this tablet? Jesus <laughs> it's Christ. It's pretty long. This is a long Yelp review, yeah. let alone a fucking yeah. engraved in a tablet. It says, how have you treated me for that copper? You have withheld my money bag from me in enemy territory. It is now up to you to restore my money to me in full. Um, I shall from now on select and take the ingots individually in my own yard, and I shall exercise against you my right of rejection because you have treated me with contempt. Whoa. So uh, it's pretty. it feels pretty damning, you know? That is a doozy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the tablet is currently being displayed at the British Museum. Wow. Yeah. That's something, Sandy. Yep, something else. Um, The oldest review. I'm shook. I did not think you would be uh, bringing an actual (laughs) old-ass review, and I love it. I was like, because I don't know, it was kind of tough because there's so many, like, like, I don't know how to find, like, even Amazon, you can't sort by date. You can't? You can sort by most recent, so then you can go all the way. Tra- oh, like, but you have to like scroll all the way to the end. And if you're looking for decades old, yeah. But um, but like it's hard to just find which products have old reviews. Right. So that's why I did classic movies, and then I googled what the oldest Amazon product was. God, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, and then of course uh, Shauna helped me out with that amazing one of that <laughs> Desperate Lives movie. So. Worked out, but yeah, uh, that's why I wanted to bring that other one, the, the final one, because I was mm-hmm. like, hey, no one can complain about how old mine are if I bring the literal old. So. <laughs> yeah, you definitely completed the challenge. I mean, even when, I know we've mentioned this, but reading the Pompeii reviews when there were yeah. those like old uh, complaints that are like, I went to this uh, brothel and they took my money. And honestly, that could be a whole episode of itself. Seriously, you know, like all these wild, ancient, like, ancient reviews. reviews. Humans be human, and though you know, so true. Like, what do you take me for? Well, yeah, that's some kind of like things like that. Yeah, that was so funny. Fool me once. I mean, (laughs) I'm gonna get my own ingots from now on. You ingot. It's like we're not original people, you know. It's It's people have been doing this for so long. Same old. It's so weird to think. World keeps spinning round. Anyway. Anyway. Spin. Go spin for another week. Talk to you then. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a Forever Dog production. Hosted and produced by Zandy and Christine Schieffer. It's edited by Marco Padilla. Cover art by Courtney Aventura. Theme music by Mavis White. Executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm.